even Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat. When I play the maracas, I go chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom. Hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast, y'all. As usual, glad you could join. Um, today's topic is something I've been wanting to um, cover for a little while now. It's, um, yeah, well, I always say every topic's interesting. But yeah, it is. It has to be interesting if I want to talk about it. <laughs> no, let me, let me stop it. But um, I wanted to talk about a particular actor and not just him in general but um one year in his career that will I won't say define him because um he would use that explosion of stardom to define himself I want to say that establishment of just coming into I guess the basically the movie that cemented his name that made him a household name so i'm talking about jim carrey and the year i'm talking about is 1994 the year that blew him up into superstardom that's what i'm trying to say is um yeah it was it seems so long ago and it's so interesting when with cinema that is you can go back and research there's numerous articles archives where you could go back to a certain era or see about a certain actor but i tell you there's a um something more intriguing about actually living through the time period and see it as it's happening is well first of all it's just it's great to see something like what i'm about to talk about but just to to see genius at work is is something else and this year seeing um, Jim Carrey blow up the way he did is is uh, very rare that it happens the way that it happened to him so yeah that's what um, I'm gonna cover and we're gonna I'm gonna do a little brief well not history but um to use an ex- to use as an example so um people think he blew up overnight which definitely didn't happen and if you're a fan of a living color you know that definitely isn't the way it happened which um that awesome sketch comedy show had plenty of fans so but take that let's take that out of the equation for a moment that um sketch comedy tv show jim carrey has been around for a minute and let's go back to when he came onto the scene i'm gonna start with his first big thing which was a sitcom in 1984 called the duck factory now listen to that year 1984 that's 10 years before he would hit it big in Hollywood so he's been around 
uh, a minute before he would achieve that status. So um, the Duck Factory failed, crashed and burned in one season, barely. But Jim Carrey would, um, he would be consistent in getting roles, mostly bit parts, but he would have some nice juicy roles um, after that show in the late 80s. Um, once bitten, uh, the first thing he did after the Duck Factory failed, he was the co- he was the co-lead in that movie, the male lead in Once Bitten. Uh, silly, it's a nothing special comedy, but uh, Jim Carrey, being Jim Carrey, his charisma elevates the movie to be much better than it should be. I used to love that movie when I was younger. I think he was, no, he was Jim Carrey then. He would also, um, he would flip-flop him back and forth on what he would call himself James Carey or Jim Carey so he would go on to do Peggy Sue Got Married the Francis Ford Coppola critically acclaimed movie um, starring Nicolas Cage and uh, Catherine Kathleen Turner I'm sorry he had a pretty meaty part in that movie Um, he was probably the fifth or sixth build actor but as usual he's on the screen he makes an impression (laughs) So he would do the Deadpool and Earth Girls are easy. Earth Girls are easy is interesting. He would co-star with Jim Carrey, Gina Davis, and another gentleman who would go on to act with him in In Living Color, Damon Wayans. So going up to, uh, but going back to In Living Color, which came out 1990, Jim Carrey was an original cast member and for I think the first three seasons if not two he was James Carey <laughs> so outside of Eleven Color and before Ace Ventura he I think his last role in a movie would be uh, man 19, 1989's Pink Cadillac and he did a TV movie in 1992 and he was in a short um, with his voice and um, the Itsy Bitsy Spider. So, In Living Color would be his main focus. And he would go on to steal almost every sketch he was in. And he would have household name characters. Fire Marshal Bill is probably his most famous character on the show. So, um, moving ahead, he would get the Ace Ventura movie. He would start shooting that in 1993, May through July. And it would come out February 4th, 1994. The first of his three star-making roles in 1994. Excuse me. So, and I got some good memories of um, going to see these movies. And I can tell you all about them. (laughs) Like I said, it was something that was living um, through this time and being able to remember and experience it you know being a movie fan even as young as i was back then in 94. so in 94 i was in seventh grade when this movie came out oh man and i remember that because uh we had a half day of school one day this is february i mentioned that 
and me and a couple of my friends there were six of us total we went to a movie theater on a half day to go see a movie and there were two choices we had there was ace ventura pet detective and there was a movie called blank check <laughs> no look it up if you haven't heard of it it is an okay movie but um i think we split up and um we split up evenly three went to see blank check and the other three of us went to see ace ventura pet detective and i tell you boy i had the time of my life man it <laughs> i hadn't seen a movie like that a comedy that left that much of an impression on me and as you know to this day the movie is instantly quotable all righty then it's probably one of the most yeah, famous quotes in anything not just pop culture just in language it's one of the who doesn't who hasn't said already then ever in their life but man so anyway let me give um for each of these three movies i'm gonna give a mini review so with ace ventura directed by tom shadiak or shadiak his last name is uh, quite unique um i'm gonna go on record saying of the three movies released in 94 by jim carrey starring jim carrey ace ventura pet detective is the weakest of the three and using my star rating scale um, out of five i will give it a three and a half so and then that sounds to some of you it sound low but it's not it's not a bad review it's three and a half and you'll see why I gave that movie, well, this movie, three and a half. But I love this movie. It's it's a it's a good movie. It still holds up <laughs> very much. Um, I'm honestly I haven't watched it. Well, I watched it a month ago. It's on HBO Max, and a lot of the jokes <laughs> still hold up. Uh, <laughs> like wow. But yeah, I would definitely give this movie three and a half stars. And Jim Carrey is having the time of his life in this movie. You can tell a lot of um, improvisation is going on. So one more note I want to put on this movie. Um, probably not going to talk about it anywhere else in the episode. When they started the show Ace Ventura Pet Detective on um, uh, like the premium cable, not premium cable, but the regular cable channels like TBS or TNT, they would add like 20 minutes of deleted footage back into the movie. And these scenes were great. I don't know why they cut them out the theatrical version because how long is um the theatrical version of Ace Ventura? It's an hour and 26 minutes. So that means the movie itself is probably more like an hour and 20 minutes. Because um, for those of you who don't know, the runtime of any movie, the credits, the end credits are included in the runtime. So if there's five minutes worth of credits, and that's going to be included on the, um, sorry, the, the total runtime. But yeah, um, on YouTube, you can look it up. Um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Extended or Deleted Scenes. And there's a scene in there where he's he goes to see one of his hacking buddies and there's a concert going on. 
in the extended version, he actually gets on stage and he performs. <laughs> like man, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly, Jim Carrey would be good at death metal. Like, look it up, please. So I'm moving along. The Mask, Jim Carrey's second movie in 1994, would be released July 29th, 94, in the summer. And boy, I remember seeing this movie the first time I went to Texas to visit my cousin. And we went to see this. It was the first time I had, um, like I said, when you when you remember these things happen, we have great cinematic experiences. You remember the, the little details. And I remember this was the first time um, that I saw the Simpsons THX bumper. You know, they were going to the theater and the the um, the deep note, which is a THX um, trademark sound would come on and it would blow, literally blow some of the Simpsons characters heads off. And you got old Grandpa Simpson saying, turn it up, turn it up. And I remember that. But yeah, the mask. Um, a lot of people. Um, didn't know, you know, except for the fans, that this movie had a source material, which was the comic. And the movie is so far removed from the source material, it, it probably wouldn't matter. You didn't need to know about it or be familiar with it. So, um, The Mask, mini review time, four stars. Yeah, this movie was a directed by Chuck Russell, which... Uh, he himself was a very versatile director. He directed, you won't believe the other movies he's directed in his career. I would just pick two randomly. He directed Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger in 96, and he directed A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> um, probably the most um, popular A Nightmare on Elm Street sequel, fan favorite all the way. It has some of the most memorable Freddy quotes, but yeah, Chuck Russell. And with this movie, um, he does an excellent job with, um, no, overall, this, it's an effects movie. It's a comedy effects movie. The effects in this movie were superb at the time, and they still hold up today um, very well. It was um, nominated for an Oscar for visual effects, I believe. But, uh, of course, Forrest Gump will grab that one. So, yeah, definitely... Um, <laughs> four stars now jim carrey in this movie the character of um you know stanley ipkiss and or the mask jim carrey was being who he was it, the character allowed him to be who he was just a human cartoon you know the jim carrey didn't lean on the visual effects that the mask um used it just enhanced who jim carrey was it's a, a great marriage of visual effects and acting and the, the movie's funny. Did I mention the movie's just freaking funny? Wow. Screen debut of Cameron Diaz. So, you know this had to be a minute ago. But yeah, this... Um, a very funny movie. It was filmed August through October in 1993. So, Jim Carrey, after... Probably had a couple of weeks uh, break between... Ace Ventura, which stopped filming in July and went straight into filming The Mask. So, yeah, the, um, 
Yeah, it's not really much I can say more uh, of the mask. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. It um, uh, holds up also on HBO Max. I've watched this recently. It holds up. It just holds up. That's that's what um, good to great movies usually do. So let's move along. Um, dumb and dumber. So basically, Jim Carrey, these movies, he had a movie for every major season, uh, spring, summer, winter. Yeah, the hell with fall. <laughs> and at the time I was living in Chicago, there is no fall. There's just um, a lesser, there's a warm summer, hot summer, and winter. <laughs> so um, December 16th is when the mask came out. And uh, once again, uh, awesome memories of this movie. Um, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I think I saw this movie by myself in theaters, which is crazy. Which I could because I was only thirteen, I was boom right there. Um, on a PG thirteen rating, so I was able to go see this movie by myself. I think. Um, I don't know who I went with because they went to go see. I think I went with my mom and the person she was dating at the time. They went to go see something else. I don't know what the hell was out around that time in '94, and who cares? I'm talking about the mask. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Dumb and Dumber. Look at me getting confused. So, uh, mini review time four and a half stars. Hell, maybe we'll see by the end of this. I may even, may even knock it up to five. <laughs> yeah, so Dumb and Dumber, directed by the Farley Brothers. Oh, man. And um, you know what? Um, If you're going to watch any version of Dumb and Dumber, watch the director's cut. It's available very easy to find on um, DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Um, I'm not sure if this movie is on um, HBO Max. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Another thing. All of these. Well, The Mask and Dumb and Dumber were both released by New Line Cinema. Um, Ace Ventura is a Warner Brothers movie, which is funny because Warner Brothers will go on to absorb New Line Cinema years later. So, yeah, um, I would imagine Dumb and Dumber is on HBO Max. I'm sorry. Uh, you all, I did not check. But, um. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber, best for last, I guess, the 94. It is the best out of the three, in my humble opinion. <laughs> Boy, um, well, if you've ever seen um, the director's cut, I actually saw the director's cut on the big screen. It was, was it an anniversary or was it just something random? Um, a movie theater put it back up. You know what? I think it was the... 20th anniversary so it must have been 2014 uh, my sister and I went to go see it at um one of our favorite movie theaters and they played the director's cut my recommended version of the movie because um the Farley brothers are they could do PG they can actually do PG they did uh, Osmosis Jones if I'm not mistaken that was the Farley brothers but um you know their their bread and butter is an R-rated material so, um, yeah, Dumb and Dumber is, um, is one of those movies, you ever see a comedy that had, 
it has like three of these major laughs that make you like clench your stomach because you're laughing so hard that it's painful and I remember being in the theater and <laughs> and, and having that it's, it's so many scenes like wow it's, it's just I'm trying to think of one in particular as I talk as I speak uh, but no I imagine if you're listening you all have seen Dumb and Dumber if you have not go watch it immediately not immediately immediately but yeah it's um and one of the biggest laughs in the movie doesn't even in- include jim carrey it's um uh, the jeff daniels character when he's um playing around in the snow with uh the female lead lauren holly yeah i believe that's her name and it just it just lets you know yeah it is her name lauren holly all this stuff is off the head i just decided to sit down and and record this episode but the funniest scene in the movie a personal favorite of mine uh, and my sisters and as i think of that so it's two it's one when um jim carrey is the aftermath of one of his actions um something happens jim carrey gets jealous of his um buddy jeff daniels or lloyd and harry he puts some um x-lax in his coffee and and Harry has to go to the bathroom and as he's being miserable on the toilet it, it fades into Jim Carrey on a little schooler, scooter just laughing and um, the other scene which is just as funny probably I don't know everybody this got the biggest laugh when my sister and I went to go see it in 2014 um, Jim Carrey is coming out to 7-Eleven and he runs into two random dudes and like big gulps huh well see ya <laughs> And I'm doing it no justice. You all know the scene. You've seen the scene. And the genius thing about that is it was improvised. The two guys standing out there were not actors. They were just there. And Jim Carrey improvised. Um, <laughs> he improvised the whole scene. And it's the funniest damn scene in the movie. At least one of the three funniest scenes in the movie. But yeah. So, um, yeah, as I'm <laughs> remembering it. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm giving this one five stars that's um yeah that's it so three and a half four and a half or four or and five yeah so no and the reason i want to do this before i get out of here um 1994 is ooh man it's hate to even think about it's coming up on 30 years it's gonna be 30 years ago in three years it's nuts and we get so far away from some of our favorite people's favorite actors that um we start to they start to become underappreciated you know because jim carrey had a hell of a run and he kicked it off in hell of a fashion in 1994 which is what this episode is mainly about and i feel in casual conversations you know i talk to a lot of um fellow film enthusiasts cinephiles whatever you want to talk about whatever just people who who love movies who like movies and i think he just doesn't come up you know a lot he's been quiet in recent years um and obviously you know you've seen jim carrey in the news he's um 
Uh, he's been a little. Well, it's, I'm making it sound bad the way I'm trying to describe him. You know, he's he seems to be free of you know just the system of Hollywood. It seems he only works when he wants to work, and he made somewhat of a quote unquote come comeback. You know, and um, Sonic. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie 2020 seems like so damn long ago. Um, it's one of the it's one of the few movies I saw before the pandemic in 2020. It seems like it's five years ago, 2020. Jeez. But yeah, he had Sonic the Hedgehog, which was a hit. And he had the show on Showtime, Kidding, the TV series. I have not seen it, but I heard good things about it. So, yeah. And um, and he had a recurring role on SNL as Joe Biden. <laughs> you know it, it, it don't matter who you like who you don't like funny is funny you know and he was he's pretty good in that role and he is going to return as um as dr robotnik in um the sonic the hedgehog sequel which is already done filming which is crazy so yeah he yeah um uh, he's a hell of a guy, hell of an actor. And I just want to discuss um, what kicked him off, what kicked his big Hollywood career off. And soon we're going to talk about um, a movie he did the year after his big explosion in Hollywood in 94. We're going to talk about 1995's, the movie that came out after Dumb and Dumber, his next movie after Dumb and Dumber, Batman Forever, because released the Schumacher cut. That's why we're going to talk about that. But yeah, um, Jim Carrey playing the Riddler. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Jim Carrey, um, always a master at his craft, you know, and people forget he was a stand up comedian. He's just not a comedic actor. He did um, stand up comedy. He has a special. I forget the name of it. Uh, I should have looked it up before I got on here, but um, I remember it being pretty funny. I'll put that um, in the caption or whatever of the, um, the post so you all can look it up if you're interested in um, seeing it or whatever. But anywho, I appreciate you all tuning in and listening to me ramble <laughs> about this topic. But I, you know, I think I think it's important for those of you who love movies and the history of movies and you know making sure these great talents get remembered and respected as they should so um that's that's it jim carrey 1994 an amazing year i recommend going to check out some of these movies all of these movies should be in your collection but if they're not if you have hbo max i believe all three of them are on there and so just check them out and live through the memories and and just to watch a a good trio of movies um so yeah that's that wrapping up um check out um rate the show my show the one you're listening to on pod chaser i would very much um appreciate that rate the show leave a little what you think about it and whatnot um check me out on twitter sigmund cinema check me out follow me I'm building up my, um, you know, presence on there. Um, the Twitter stuff is going to be 
kind of different from the Instagram stuff. And speaking of Instagram, Sigmund Cinema, check me out on Instagram. That's where a bulk of my uh, material and post and whatnot will be. So check that out. And tell a friend about the show. Check out any previous show that you missed. And as always, thanks for listening. And remember, be excellent to each other.